Hey guys, it's Ben here from the Wake and Man Project. How are you doing? I wanted to do this podcast today to share with you some of the learnings and teachings from the Awaken Man Project. On every single day on the Awaken Man program, we meet in a group of men and we have a conversation uh, that is going to, well, it massively empowers every single man on the program. It is literally a game changer for perspective, drive, determination, it's the way we see the world. And what we're going to use the podcast for is to share with you more and more of the incredible information that, that's actually just coming to the fore uh, on the on the program every single day. So even just tuning into this this podcast, you're going to get so much value. I know that's what my aim is anyway. And today I want to I want to share something that was actually really powerful for me, because as men, one of the things that we are, well, especially as we're awakened men, what we're looking to achieve is that ability to not act upon all these impulses we get, whether it's. Uh, food addictions, whether it's our impulses to watch pornography, to masturbate, whether it's to have a really, really aggressive conversation with our spouse, whether it's to yell at our kids. An awakened man doesn't doesn't do that. <laughs> uh, it, I, I want to share I want to share a personal one actually, a personal note on that was that in the Awaken Man Therapy call, we have, we, we have Awaken Man Therapy every single Friday. Yassine walks the, the group through uh, visualization. We have a conversation that each man shares. And what I, what I shared on that day was that I was having a, a pretty tough time with uh, my, my partner, Poppy. She's my absolute, you know, I love her to bits, uh, like any other, other couple, we have our struggles. And... One of the struggles was around tidying the house. You know, really, really normal struggle that, you know, couples tend to come to disagreements over. And every time each of us tidies the house, we fill ourselves with self-righteous behavior. And anyway, I was I was uh, deep in struggle with this this conversation uh, on, on that Friday. And you seen actually shared something which was really helpful to me. And I believe it can be helpful for, for you too. And instead of trying to ask her the question, is she wrong, is she right? Or answer the question, is she wrong, is she right? Am I in the wrong, am I in the right? The question came up, is like, what would a mature, awakened man do in this moment? Wow, that, that changed it for me. You know, that really changed it for me because instead of trying to justify, trying to demonize, trying to make... Poppy the the villain and me the, me the the king and all that sort of stuff. What it did is it allowed me to think from my higher self that you know the, the highest level of person that I can I can possibly be, and it got me thinking about how how is it that we can actually stop acting on these impulses because the impulse in that moment for me was to have an argument about it to raise and point out and show. Poppy, all the things that, that that you know she she wasn't doing or I was doing, and and it it just wouldn't have been helpful for either of us to go and through and nitpick on that stuff. And it got me thinking, yeah, exactly, it got me thinking. Where are we acting on impulses that can be eradicated from our from our behaviour right now? Now, actually, th- this is something that some uh, they cover in the tools book actually no it's not it's called coming alive by phil stutz and barry michaels two of my favorite authors uh great psychotherapists and they're actually getting barry michaels to come and do a session with the awakened man project he agreed to that the other day 
absolutely elated by the way guys um you know phil stutz famously works with all the stars and the so does barry michaels all the hollywood a-listers jay-z uh, people like um amazon jeff bezos all these kind of folk and in coming alive what they talk about is this idea of a black sun and it's that we become so so um able to fail like stop ourselves from acting on upon um, impulses because we're never looking to the external world to fill us up now think about this in those moments where you're feeling low you think you need something you look to turn to the external world think about how you often go about you know thumbing through the phone looking through some porn it's like you you're not feeling great inside so you look into your phone outside for something to stimulate you, to make you feel differently, to, to raise your mood, a bit of pleasure because perhaps you've had hard tasks all day and uh, pardon the pun. And so what what that even that, that tool itself, like actually if you go on YouTube and Google uh, Barry Michaels, Google Talk, he, there's an hour-long talk which absolutely changed my life on this one. But the, the topic we're looking at here is giving into impulses. And for me, this was a, a really good share from you seen the other day, and it was about rats and mice. Now, the Dalai Lama famously talked about his inability to catch the rats that were plaguing his his home or his his mice, and and he was talking about how he he tried various traps and all this sort of stuff, which is it. And I was like, all oh, right. So the actual Dalai Lama does kill mice and rats too. He's just a normal guy like the rest of us, and. Uh, he he said there must be the there must be some sort of enlightened mice, and despite different cheeses, chocolate, all that sort of stuff, he couldn't get them to to bite. And what he realised, and what we, what he was getting at there, is that I think this is something we could embody as men, is that we've got to be highly aware of all these little these little um, behaviours that are literally killing us. And that's what we need to be able to observe. We need to be able to observe when we fall into habitual behaviours that actually are life-threatening. Now, what I mean by life-threatening is they, they threaten the quality of your life over time. Now, if you are doing these things habitually, where it's like arguments, whether it's shouting, arguing, um, like frustrations, whether it's giving into giving into temptations that you you know habitually give into, whether it's going on playing on PlayStation instead of getting your work done, whether it's not writing an email or finishing the work that you've done, it, there's the, and going doing something that feels that little bit much like feels that little bit better. It's really important to notice those behaviours. And we need to be able to observe ourselves doing the negative habits in a positive way. It's called positive negativity. Now, what the, the awareness is the first point of change. Now, if we want to change as men, if we want to act and behave and operate from a stance of being an awakened man, we need to look at ourselves when we're not operating from that stance. And even noticing when we have these negative behaviours, is a positive step. And that's the first thing we, we need to actually congratulate congratulate ourselves for because what happens is often when we notice negative behaviours, ne negative habits, impulses, things we're doing habitually, when we do them, we then give ourselves a really hard time and that exacerbates that behaviour. 
shaming or, or guilt for that behavior often prolongs it. Like if you think about guilt itself, like guilt is, is an, a very enabling emotion. You know that you're thumbing through Pornhub and you're looking at things that you shouldn't be looking at in the time of day or, you know, it's, it's, it's having an impact on your relationship, but you do it again. Because the head wobble you give or the little feeling of, of oh, this isn't good or that whatever I just watched is just horrendous, is, it, it's not enough to make you change the behavior. Is this making sense? What happens is it actually, it actually it's, it's such a meek conversation. It really doesn't have that much gravity. I remember when my parents used to tell me off after I did something wrong as a kid. I thought I got away with it. So what we need to be able to do is notice when we've got these behaviors that are perpetuating and then compassionately interrupt and disrupt those habits. It's very, very, very good to notice when we're off course. And so what we've got to spot is these comfort zone habits. So that's the first thing. And, and what we need to then work out are what are those cheeses? Now, when I was talking about rats and mice earlier and the Dalai Lama, is like when the reason these enlightened mice weren't going for the cheeses, they knew that these things would inevitably kill them. You know, go into a mouse trap, dabble on the cheese, whoosh, game over. Now, we've got to look and observe and be present with the things that are the cheeses in our lives, that when we habitually engage with them, when we when we use them to numb, when we use them to avoid, when we use them to um, when, when we when we're like almost using these on a daily basis, and that we've got an unhealthy habit around it, an unhealthy behaviour, we've got to notice what our cheeses are, and and an enlightened mouse can stay away from the cheeses that cause death. And an enlightened man can stay away from the cheeses that cause his life to just sink to a level where he's not fulfilling his potential. Now, these can be, you know, like I said before, these the ones for me were like porn, arguments, scrolling, uh, bedtime, hour of power. So, like, one, you know, I'm going to go through the five ones that I I shared on on the call that day. Like, one was pornography. It's like if I'm uh, if I've if I'm highly engaged in pornography as a person, I'm. It reduces my desire to change my romantic relationship with my partner. Now, luckily for me, it's not something I'm addicted to, it's, but it's something that I've, I've observed in the past that if I'm not having a healthy romantic relationship with my partner, my use of pornography goes through the roof. But then that it perpetuates the the poor relationship and me wanting to have a great intimate relationship with my partner. So it, it, it prolongs the issue. It doesn't solve it. And I know we can you can say so we all have our needs and all our desires and stuff like that. But what what we've got to observe here is it, is it when is it a, a negative habit? The second one is that when uh, one another one of my cheeses is having arguments, like bringing conversations that need compassion, not anger. Like this is something that I will do. It's like instead of being passive aggressive towards my partner, which it feels like in the moment, it it has some level of justification. I feel self righteous when I do it, and I'm passive aggressive. It doesn't actually change the relationship for the good. I've never seen what my partner love me more, want to solve an issue when I've been um, sarcastic or put her down or made it make her feel that you know she's she's the problem 
actually, but but when I sit there pragmatically and I create the space and the safety to have a good conversation around some of the problems we're having, our relationship gets way, way better. Cheese number three is scrolling. Like think how often we as men can get caught scrolling. I sat on the toilet, whether it's between tasks at work and it is literally, it's, it's literally killing the amount of time that we have to impact the things that really do change the needle, like move the needle in our hands, in our lives. I think about this, like look at your pickups or your screen time on your phone and, and are they actually relative to tasks that are moving your life forwards? Again, look at that as a cheese, look at it as a behavior and think, how can I change that? And if you're doing it, don't get down on yourself. It is perfectly natural and normal for a man to do these things but it's actually an awakened man is the stance that we're trying to achieve. Bedtime. When I am numbing, when I'm not standing in my power, I'm going to bed later and later every single day, trying to have that little bit of extra time at the end of the day, which I'm telling myself is I'm going to watch a bit more good TV or I'm going to get back to that message or I'm going to have get that little bit more work done. When I'm fully aware of the, the power of the the energy that I have in the morning if I have a good night's sleep. So if I keep having that every single day, that, oh yeah, I'll go to bed at 9.30, I'll go to bed at 9.30, I'll go to bed at 9.30, and I end up going to bed at 10.30, the the knock-on effect is my energy levels being low for the subsequent five days. I just don't move forward. I don't know if you were with me on this. Like, How often have you said to yourself, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm super tired, I'm super burnt out. And then it's like, oh yeah, go figure. I'm going to bed at 10.30, not really going to sleep until 11. So then I'm drinking coffee all day. So I'm actually when my, my quality of my sleep isn't that great. So we've got to look at interrupting these patterns, but looking at first, what is the cheese? What is the thing that we're doing? And the final one is, is organization for me. When I'm tired, burnt out, telling myself shitty stories, I, I waste time. and I don't do my hour of power on on Sunday. Like It's a really good structural session for me where I re- write down everything I need to do, put it in my diary. So the tasks are, instead of, the dream, instead of dreams, I have diary invitations to myself to go and act on the things that are going to move the needle forward, it's going to change my life. And it's, my life changed massively when I started doing this. Instead of st- like telling myself I was going to get around to something, it's an event in my diary and it's got some bullet points on exactly what I need to do. So no matter how tired I am, I just need to do the tasks that are in front of me. So today I wanted to share that, that you know, kind of a bit of a, around acting on impulses. So we're looking at things like, you know, go and read Coming Alive by Barry, Barry Michaels and Phil Stutz and look at that, that Black Sun task. It's, that's more of a psychotherapy uh, intervention where you'd actually practice that as a as a skill as a tool. We you know remember the story about the Dalai Lama's enlightened mouse that they won't go and get the things that is going to cause them death and like where are the things that are literally killing you as a man, killing you and stopping you from showing up how you want to be. And then finally, like what? Be very very clear. Like after listening to this podcast, write down like one to five things that you know you do frequently, bringing awareness to that, and how can you start to make some small changes? Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I'll see you on. Uh, I'll see you on the next one. See you on the one tomorrow.